And we are talking with Jen Ferguson from Artistic Painting Studio. She is the foil queen. I've seen her foil a car steering wheel. I've seen her foil jeans. I've seen her foil shoes. I've seen her foil everything. She sat down with me and she gave me a little step-by-step. So if you are a foil person or you want to be a foil person, you're going to want to listen to this podcast. Okay. So here you go. Welcome Jen. I have Miss Jen from Artistic Painting Studio in my hot seat. How are you? I'm good. And thank you. It was wonderful to be here. Yes. I was so happy to see you here because I've been fangirling for a long time, <laughs> watching you on, on Instagram, just foil every... She, she, hey, guys, you don't know who Artistic Painting Studio is? She does the foils. So the lady with the foils who does all the crazy things and foils all the crazy things. And you're like, that can't be, you can't do that. You can't foil that. She does it. And you're like, Oh my God, that's her. That's Miss Jen. Yeah. We've been foiling for a long time. So how long exactly? Um, my company's 35 years old. <gasps> wow. So that shows my age. <laughs> And you've just been foiling for 35 years? Um, I probably got introduced to them about maybe 30 to 32 years ago. So, so they've, they've been, been around, around for a while. Yeah, okay. So, so it's not a new thing. Not a new thing, but it's just that they can be used on so many different surfaces. So mm-hmm. they're getting introduced to different industries and different ways right. of using them. Um, so I started off putting them on walls. 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 Okay. See, I, okay. So being in the tumbler industry for such a long time or not, this is a very young craft niche, but probably since the beginning of what seems to, the Facebook, Facebook tumblers, um, I was always waiting for the next thing to come to those tumblers. I remember it was glitter and then it was micas and then it was inks and then it was finally vinyl because I was waiting for the vinyl. There was a lot of pushback from the vinyl because they said, Oh, well, that's just a lazy way of crafting. And I was waiting. I was like, no, 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 no. There's so you can put so you can put anything on a tumbler. And then I saw the, the foils coming in and I said, yes, we are finally here, but I have a hard time. I'm not going to lie. I have a hard time putting on those vinyls. And if I have a hard time, I know a lot of people have a hard time because I am like a cowgirl crafter. I just jump right in and I start crafting, uh, whether I know what I'm doing or not. I do the same. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, great. Because nobody wants to ruin that. I have stopped foiling things because I am so scared that I'm going to mess it up and I'm going to waste my foil. And they're just so pretty to have. Take us through the steps, if you don't mind. What a person brand new to foils, what is a foil? How do you apply it? What are the common mistakes and how can they perfect that whole technique? Okay, that's a lot, but we'll try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll try to give yeah. you a short version of okay. it. But um, so foils are basically a metalization that are on a clear carrier sheet. Mm-hmm. So the pretty side that everybody always sees and looks at and goes, oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. That's actually the plastic carrier and the metalizations on the back side of it. So there is a transfer side and a carrier side. Um, and there are quite a few different foils now. So when I first started working with them, they were just metalization. Now we have pearlescence and we have some that are matte and satin. We have some that actually um, transfer almost completely matte. They look like faux finishes. They look like wood grain. And then we have transparents that has a pattern, but everything else is transparent to the pattern so that you see the color underneath. Okay. Um, so there is a 
bunch of different kind of styles of foil now. Mm -hmm. um, and I was telling you earlier that I do have a YouTube channel. So on my YouTube channel, I've got some really great um, how-to videos that are going to break down a lot of steps. But um, as a beginner, if we're doing a tumbler, um, I'm a big prep girl. So I'm going to sand that sand sucker okay. good. I'm going to clean it with 91% um, rubbing alcohol. Uh, I let that evaporate and dry well, and then I prime it. And I'm going to go for a primer that its key component is adhesion, so that we want that paint, that base coat primer, to stick to the tumbler. So and stick each to that base stick. needs a specific glue, correct? Um, like leather, wood, so stainless leather steel. we can go directly onto the surface with our foil adhesive. Mm -hmm. um, stainless steel, wood, metal, glass. Um, if you can get a primer that has really good adhesion capabilities, we use a product called Bondego. Um, there's also like XIM bonding primer. You know, there's different ones on the market, but their its main property is to adhere. Okay. So we want to make sure that. Um, the primer, the paint, is adhering to the substrate better than the foil is fused to the carrier. So that's why I go for a primer first. So, that so the substrate is the, what you want? Whatever we're working on. Okay. So that's your glass, your metal, your cup, your wood piece, your tennis shoe, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we want to make sure that our paint is sticking to that first. And the carrier is the actual film that you're peeling away. Right. Okay. So when they create the foil it's fused so that metallization is fused to that clear sheet and we try to make sure they're all what we call easy release but some are easier to work with than others okay we have temperamental foils that can give us a run for our money now i've seen the tricks do we have to use like a hair dryer for heat or is that like an urban myth um once we have the project primed mm -hmm. and then we put the foil adhesive on the longer you can allow everything to dry the better because it's drying all the way through instead of just surface drying mm -hmm. so if you're patient I'm not very patient. <laughs> That's my common mistake number one. I'm probably not that patient. I'm just too busy to ever finish anything. So I'll go in and just like, okay, let's get base coat on everything and just put it aside and I come back and I can put my foil adhesive on later that day or the next day. And then I'll go in and put my foil adhesive on everything. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to go and do something else anyway. So let that just sit overnight. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't have to go that far, but the longer you're going to let the foil adhesive dry, the more it gets to a firm, hard tack, and it's going to give a great release. And you don't have to, like, thin it out or anything. You just go directly from the pot to the... You can go from the container mm -hmm. directly to your project, but I like to take it out of the container, put it on, like, a foam plate, and just mist it with a little bit of water so you're adding maybe 1% to 2%, because if you're brushing it on, that's going to give you a smoother application. Okay, so... That's an amazing tip right there because I know, speaking personally, I just jump right in and then I learn from my mistakes. Which we is all just, do. This is a very expensive <laughs> learning mistake trial and error process. So um, these tips are amazing to hear. So you hear that, guys. Prep your piece. I know it's a very kind of preference sort of thing, but you're hearing it right now from Miss Jen, from Miss Foyle that you need to prep your piece and you need to take your time and have patience with it because a lot of us are so used to that quick, 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 let's turn and burn, turn and burn. But if you are patient with your project, you'll have better 
results. And there is a method to this, you know? Yeah. Well, and I mean, with most things, what we're doing, if we're just painting, we're putting on glitter, we're putting on mica flakes, there's nothing that like we're putting on and pulling off. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's like, you know, being a transfer. So most things are just going to stick no matter what. But when you get into the foils, then we have that issue of the substrate being adhered better than the carrier sheet. Okay. So then that's why there's a little bit different into the prep and patience of it. But Okay. As long as you just take your time, paint, you know, prep your piece. I call it paint or primer, okay? Um, even Rust-Oleum 2X is great, okay? Because that is okay. a paint and primer all in one, and it normally works great on stainless. And you just got to let it sit. You just let it, let it sit. Thing. Just let it dry. Okay. Put your foil adhesive on. Just let it dry. All right. And then the next step is just grabbing whatever foil you want. Um, and if you're doing a cup, I try to cut a sheet, lay it on something flat, and then position the cup towards the end closest to me. So lay the sheet flat. Lay the sheet Don't flat. Don't take the sheet to the cup. That's common mistake number one. <laughs> that is what I did, guys. I'm learning so much here. Okay, so we got to prep. So, we got to be patient. And then you got to take, put the foil down first. Okay. Because I think when you do vinyl, you're always holding your vinyl, yes. right? And you're putting the vinyl on and then moving it around. I find it best to lay the foil flat because it's so thin. Yes. Um, so lay it flat, put the cup on it on the end towards you, okay? And then I kind of like roll it black so it catches that edge uh -huh. and a tiny bit of tension, okay? I don't really want to call it tension, but just trying to make sure that it's Hot. laying flat. Yeah. And then I just let the cup roll its own weight mm -hmm. and roll across the foil. And she did a demonstration here in the booth for us and we were all gathered around. It was like a show and tell class demonstration. And she, she showed us exactly what, it, as easy as it can be. She put the foil down. She had a prep cup that sat overnight. It was ready to go. It was sticky. It was, uh, it was prepped. It was uh, primed, prepped, and glued and everything, sitting there ready to go. She laid the foil down. I didn't catch that part, but I'm glad she mentioned that. Um, and then she rolled it, put a little bit of tension on there. But when she went to peel it off, I always ripped it off like I was giving somebody a bikini wax. You know, <laughs> number one mistake right there. Again, rookie mistake. Um, but then she said, just go back. Just, just, just go back. Just roll, put it back on there. I thought when she ripped it off, you got to throw that sucker away. It's no good anymore. So I call it the peel and reveal. So I peel back a little bit, reveal how well it's transferred or not. Mm -hmm. And I always feel you're, you're never going to get 100%. We always say our foils are 90 to 95% is like, that's great release. Okay. It's never going to be a hundred. So there's uh, those, always those stories on Instagram. They are always a hundred percent guys. I, <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, okay, I gotta be like that. Okay. But yes, I did see 95%. So 95% is like a good release, but once you peel it back and you peak, you're going to have also the high and low of whatever texture. Cause if you're brushing it on, you're still going to have some brush stroke. You're still going to have areas that are lower, some are higher. That foil is going to grab all the high part sections first so mm -hmm. if there is texture or dimension to your brush strokes or anything once you release it and you let it fall back into place it's going to allow it to go into the lower grooves especially if you're like on wood there's way more texture than there is on a cup mm -hmm. um, but it does allow you to scrub again and you can scrub into all those lower sections peel it back again if you still don't have as much as you transfer as you want put it back down and you can get that blow dryer out ah 
so, so I, okay so foils love heat okay i don't prefer a heat gun because a heat gun's like too hot mm -hmm. but a blow dryer you can at least heat it up while you're transferring and mm -hmm. we have to do this a lot during the winter mm -hmm. foils don't like to be cold foil adhesive doesn't like to be cold so if you're in a cool environment that blow dryer is it's wonderful. It yeah. just heats it up. It get, lets you scrub a little bit longer, warms them up, and it helps them to transfer too. Okay, so it's almost like it reactivates it a little bit to just kind of mellow out, not to be so. Yeah, it just stiff. kind of okay. helps them to to give that transfer. So nice. I always say keep peeking until you're happy with it, and then keep pulling it back and mm -hmm. revealing it. Put it back where it was because if there's any little bits and pieces that did not transfer and you lay it right back over without pulling it completely off, it'll fall back over those little sticky areas that are still exposed okay. and allow you to scrub. And normally you're- you, Yeah, you did mention that if you have sticky areas, sometimes when you go to epoxy, it might repel the epoxy. It can, but you have to have quite a bit of the adhesive still exposed. Okay. So if somebody's doing more like a distressed cup and they're only wanting it to, you know, random application, mm -hmm. they put like adhesive on the whole thing, but they're not going to cover the whole thing, mm -hmm. then I would make sure I'd clear it with like 2X Rust-Oleum clear coat mm -hmm. and just spray it or brush on, you know, a clear coat before you go to epoxy. Okay. Um, that way you won't have any repelling or issue with the adhesive reacting weird to the epoxy. Right. Okay. So, yes. Now you said that you kind of, you take it out of the container, put a little bit of water on there, mix it around. That's a good step. So if you're getting brush strokes, just, just a mist or two of water on a plate, and then it'll help smooth and level out. Okay. Right. It'll never level out completely because the product is not soft leveling. Okay. But it helps to at least thin it down so it brushes on smoother and you won't have as much brush stroke. Do you sell these brushes? No. I mean, we do sell them on our website, uh -huh. but we can't compete with, you know. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so it's like we tell everybody, maybe grab one brush from our website. You'll know exactly what to go to find yourself at Home Depot or not Home Depot, but Michael's or Hobby Lobby. Okay. Uh, but it's Royal Langnickel is the brush brand mm -hmm. that I like. Uh, it's a soft art wash brush, but it still has enough resistance to the bristles. So it's not like using a makeup brush where they just lay down. Right. Um, right. So that helps to pull and push the product a little bit. Fantastic. All right. Well, what are your plans um, here after GlitterCon? Because you are just booming everywhere. You have a foil club, right? Yes, we have a foil club, which is a monthly subscription. So mm -hmm. you can... Um, have happy nails sent to you every mm -hmm. month of a uh, nice foil collection that we curate and then I curate them so hopefully they will match the prior month and also match the month coming up so they'll coordinate. Um, we also try to make sure that they're the holidays are months and months in advance for all of our makers mm -hmm. so that you're getting October, Halloween and fall foils like in June or July. Um, but that's a, a great way to also I think it um, helps you to get over that hump of maybe I wouldn't have chosen that foil, but now I have it because it came in the Happy Mail. Yes. And it pushes you yes. to use different colors or different patterns than maybe you would have chosen. Yeah. Um, so that's always kind of fun. Um, we have the Foil Everything group, which is open to anybody that wants to join. And there's over 13,000 people in there, okay? And the creativity is unbelievable. I mean, they blow my mind away on what they'll actually try and do. Okay. And that is a Facebook group? That's a Facebook group. Okay. So you join Foil Everything. Because um, I've seen you on Instagram, and I, that's where I've been following you for the longest time. And I saw you 
doing car, uh, steering wheels. I've seen you do a bench. I saw you do jeans. I've seen you do multiple jean pockets before. Uh, but that's a completely different glue also, right? Yes, Okay, it is. so you have your regular um, glue that goes on like metal, wood, glass, and stuff like that. But then the, the apparel glue. You sell that. Right. So okay. that's our duo or spray, uh, fusible spray adhesive. And there's also one that's called a liquid. So all of those will go through the wash. They will go through the wash. Yeah. Okay. Don't put the regular stuff through the wash. You said. No, it <laughs> might not stick. Okay. Only if you really didn't want it to. Okay. Then yeah. it probably would. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Is there anything that you cannot foil that you found? That you've had a hard time? The only thing that really gives us a run for our money is slick, slick uh, plastic. Okay. So it's almost like it feels like that plastic has a film on it or it feels almost oily. I mean, it's like these big plastic bins. Okay. Those will give you a run for your money. Yeah. But we have, we have made almost everything work. Wow. I love it. Okay. Good. Yeah. I mean, the possibilities are endless on what you can foil because you have some really amazing and gorgeous foils over there. I, I wouldn't want to use them. I'm that person that I will hoard all the pretty things and then not want to use them mainly because I'm scared I might screw it up but also because I'll use it all and then I don't have it ever again but worst case scenario we call it it's just another coat of paint <laughs> painted over yeah. we don't even try to take it off if something goes wrong we normally just paint over it and start all over again and just put another layer on there you go all right so <laughs> what where can they find you and what do you have coming up for our listeners that they need to be in the know about um, you can find us on all social media under Artistic Painting Studio. That is our handle on everything. And we're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're definitely on Facebook. We're on TikTok, Pinterest. Did I name them all? I think you named I, them all. I think, you, yeah. I think we're there on yeah. everything. Um, our next big thing is we're going to be in London. Ooh. Uh, we're going to the Painters Business Academy, which is all furniture. Um, I have a UK distributor there, plus I think we've got maybe five or six stockists under her. So we're going to help promote that area and um, grow that territory. So that's our next big event. That is awesome. I, I used to have a furniture shop. I was a big oh. um, Sloan painter. I was a big Annie Sloan painter. Annie will be there at PBA. Yes. Yeah. Oh so I get, to, I get to meet Annie finally. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, I was really... Um, really into the furniture restoration and i would find these gorgeous french pieces uh, and i would bring them back to life and i put wax and i would gild them and i would do all kinds of and that's kind of where i got my feet wet a little bit with the foils and like the transfers and stuff mm -hmm. like that um and that's so, awesome yeah it's like i feel i feel the connection there because of my you know my beginning of the craft and the paint and then the foils and stuff like that now meets tumblers, which is I have moved over because it's a much smaller footprint to carry around rather than lugging big pieces of furniture with you. So my husband loves it too because he doesn't have to get involved as much. But um, yeah, then we have yeah. uh, hand carts and dollies and mm -hmm. everything to have to move that piece around and yeah it, it's it's labor intense yes 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 yeah. um awesome well i am so excited for you P please be sure to document and send as much social media out because that is amazing take some pictures with annie tell her i said hello that i said my love <laughs> ask if she remembers i'm just kidding <laughs> um, um yeah fun stuff fun stuff it says your daughter going with you because 
Her daughter's here with her. What's your daughter's name? Ashley. Ashley. Ashley is here. It's a mother-daughter duo here. They are taking it, girls. They are working it. And when they walked up to the booth, they are like the dream team. Have you? How long have you been working with your daughter? So she's been with me for about six or seven years. She was remote to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, so... I think about six, seven years ago, she came on as my social media person, just doing our Facebook post. And she took on a little bit more and a little bit more, but she was still working full time. So she only had so many hours and she had this really cushy jam job. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're talking, she was making big bucks and didn't have to work very hard. So it was hard for me to compete her wow. salary. <laughs> um, so we finally had what we called the unicorn year in 2022. And I said, okay, I can finally meet your salary. Come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. So That's I got her awesome. to move down to Southern California. She lives close by and she works for me full time. That is amazing. So we are completely family owned and uh -huh. ran. It's my daughter, Ashley, my stepdaughter, Amber, uh -huh. both work in the studio with me. And then my son, Tyler, is behind the scenes and he is the brain that runs the, the website and does all the technical type of stuff. So... How awesome. I love hearing those kinds of things when it's like a family, like we just work together, we get it done. Um, have you ever had a big staff before? Um, we've had other um, helpers and workers. Mm -hmm. And I want to say during the pandemic, we probably had about three other part-time people just mm -hmm. trying to help keep things going. But there's nothing like family working with you though, right? It's, it's different. Yeah, you yeah. know, just the amount of, I mean, they're all stockholders. We're a corporation. They all own stock. So mm -hmm. they all got skin in the game that yes. they know that this is going to be there someday. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. That makes me very happy to hear. But um, we do have a yeah. couple of college girls that come in and help when we really get backed up. Um, yes. Okay. I know how that is. We have a warehouse too. And we have a, a, you know, seasonal helpers that come in. They like to, they get all googly eyed over the glitter and they like to play with the glitter and stuff. So I totally get that. Awesome. Well, I will go ahead and let you, I know you're packed. You have a far way to drive. Don't you? You, have, you came from far. Oh, um, we have to drive to New Orleans and uh -huh. catch plane. We're, oh. we're in California, so we're flying home tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, then I will let you get on with your business. Thank you so much for sitting in the hot seat with me. Uh, thank you, Nicole. Um, this was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was so nice to meet you finally. You I was fangirling well. a bit when I saw her over there, but I didn't want to be a creeper. So <laughs> I decided to be a creeper on the very last day. Um, so, yes, thank you I'm so, so much, I'm so glad Jen. you were a creeper and came over and introduced yourself <laughs> and got to know each other better. And I love the idea that you were furniture painters. So I feel yes. like I'm really bonded to you now. Yeah. Yes, I was, girl, I was there for all, of, that's why I got this right here, because I said, I could have painted this right here, you know? Yeah, a little This reminds me of, this reminds me of Annie Sloan a little bit. Um, all right, well, I, thank you so much, and again, you can find Miss John over at Artistic Painting Studios on all social medias, and paint everything on Facebook, yes, and everybody have a fantastic day, and thank you for joining us at GooderCon 23. Thank you. That's a wrap.